Good evening, everybody. Welcome into episode 18 of the Scarlet and Gray podcast, the first episode of 2023. I am Tyler Johnson, joined tonight by Jordan Dalton, JD. How you doing tonight, man? You were on mute there, dude. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. <laughs> awesome, man. Love to hear it. Um, there, there's a little bit to get to tonight. Um, so just to give you guys a little bit of a plan for the show moving forward, since we are in the offseason for Ohio State football, um, probably going to have episodes live about every week, every other week. It'll just kind of depend on what news there is. If there's breaking news, we can have an episode, so on and so forth. Uh, just a lot harder in the offseason. Um, for Ohio State football content, but if we can get any particular guests on, we'll try. What we'll definitely try and have a show as well. So just want to give you guys an update on that uh, moving forward. We're gonna, and then once we get closer to spring ball, it'll be back to every week. So I um, just want to give you guys an update on the schedule. But before we get to tonight's episode, it's gonna be a national championship game preview. We just want to take a second and hear from our sponsor, Underdog Fantasy. What's up, everybody? We know that we know that daily fantasy never stops, and Network Two One Six is proud to be a partner with Underdog Fantasy. Very simple to use. All you have to do is go to Underdog, go to UnderdogFantasy.com, and you will just click the sign in button. You'll create an account if you haven't done so already. If you've not created an account, it'll ask you to enter a code. Enter code Two One Six, and they will double your first deposit up to. $100 underdog fantasy live draft lobbies that you get to compete with you and your friends. It's no salary cap like DraftKings and FanDuel. You get to go to a draft lobby, pick the players you want, or you can do daily pickums, which give you access to all the NFL and NBA games for you to make your picks every single night. Again, go to underdogfantasy.com or use the underdog fantasy app on iOS or Android. Use code 216 to double your first deposit up to $100. Sign up today. And if you guys are joining us tonight and you're on Twitter, go over to the YouTube channel. Um, you can subscribe to the channel for free and you um, are entered in for exclusive giveaways we have available only to our YouTube subscribers. And also, if you would take a second, drop a like on the video, which helps the YouTube algorithm grow and Network 216 grow as well. We would really appreciate that. So, JD, we're going to talk national championship tonight. We're going to get to um, some of the spread spread we like, some of the odds we like for the game, prop prop bets. Um, it's gonna be a gonna be a fun show. And then uh, neither next week or the week after, guys, we are going to recap the entire Ohio State football season. So, a um, lot of busy content coming up now that we're in the off season. But JD, Georgia and TCU tonight. Uh, a bit of a surprise on the fact that TCU made the national championship game. What are your thoughts with having TCU here? I, I don't think anybody besides TCU <laughs> believed they would actually be here. What was their record last year? It was terrible, wasn't it? They were ter- dude, they were absolutely terrible. And then they bring in because they had Gary Patterson for a long time. I mean, Gary Patterson was there for I mean almost I would say since we've been born. And this is a team that comes in and this year. They were fantastic. I mean, obviously, they were fantastic. And all the credit has to go to, first and foremost, Sonny Dykes, who got a really good extension from TCU, absolutely deserves it. The hire was a little bit questioned because he has struggled 
I mean, at various stops he's been at. TCU was three and six in the conference, five and seven overall. I mean, you have to admit, you're surprised TCU is in this championship game. Would you agree? Yes. I don't think I don't think there's a single person other than like you said, TCU fans and TCU themselves that believe they would be where they are right now. And I bet you a lot of people that are fans of TCU did not expect them to take the college football world by storm this year. So props to them. Props to the hypno toad. Uh, getting it done. Um, but yeah, they've been a lot of fun to watch. I mean, you know, they beat Michigan up pretty bad um, in a game that they needed to win. So that's yeah. it's pretty crazy. But, you know, it was just we, incredible. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about the possibility of the Big Ten National Championship, and neither team got it done, which is unfortunate. But yeah, I mean, it really is unfortunate. There's a lot, I mean, because we will have other things we'll be able to break down. Like, at some point, we're going to go over uh, the coach turnover that we have, transfer portal, recruiting. But a big story, and we're not going to hit on it a lot tonight, is the status of Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. I think there's a good chance he goes to the NFL. We'll see what happens there because uh, Michigan's not willing to – pay him to this point it sounds like he wants the new contract part of the contract that he's a part of now has an nfl buyout of three million which is absolutely nothing to nfl teams so that situation is going to be interesting to monitor moving forward i think with tcu they have pretty much the entire country rooting for them tonight i think that well georgia's not hated like alabama because i think alabama's just in in, in um an echelon of their own just because of Nick Saban's success. But once George, if Georgia wins back-to-back titles, I think they'll start teams where really, people really start to hate Georgia, kind of like they do Alabama. But I would say TCU has the support of the country tonight because this is an underdog. And one thing that we as American Americans love, we love a, a good underdog story, and that's exactly what TCU is. So what are you expecting in this game tonight? A lot of points. <laughs> a lot of points. I expect there to be a lot of points. I didn't so I didn't think the Ohio State Georgia game was gonna be as high scoring as it was. And and Nick he he brought up that he thought it was gonna be a shootout. And I was like, there's no way with you know, Georgia's defense being so good and Ohio State's offense being or Ohio State's defense not being great, but Georgia's offense wasn't that great. So I thought it was going to be a little bit lower scoring. Um, and that game just turned into a freaking backyard mile wop football. Just touchdowns after touchdown. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. And TCU's been known to put up the points. And Doug, and he make make things happen with his feet. And I think uh, one of the big things that we didn't expect, and we've talked about it on the show a lot this year, was how C.J. Stroud struggles improvising and struggles mm-hmm. with his – and he's athletic, but he doesn't know when to run. And, he, and that's kind of like his weak area. And he literally had the best game of his entire career with his feet, improvising outside the pocket, 
making plays downfield. Like it was, he put on a master class against Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. But TCU is going to run the ball with Doug, and they're going to they're going to design, you know, a lot of read options. They're going to get him outside the pocket. They're going to, and he's going to he's going to make plays with his feet. And Georgia struggled really bad with C.J. Stroud doing that, and he hasn't really done that all year. So um, I think that's going to be the, like the dark horse. Like if, if Max can get it going and and that offense gets in a rhythm and he's he's making plays, uh, we see we just saw it last week. Um, Georgia really struggles with it. So yeah, and, they do, T- man. Yeah, TCU's defense they they make plays when it matters. And, and yeah. in in the thing about. Max Dugan, I mean, you talked about it. He is very mobile, and that just adds a dimension that Georgia really has to defend. Georgia hasn't faced a ton of mobile quarterback. I mean, C.J. Stroud's not mobile. I mean, he was a lot more mobile against Georgia because he had to be, I believe. And, and I think that's a dimension that if he shows more moving forward, it's going to boost his draft stock. Like, I mean, if teams see, like, in workouts that he's really got – like more of more of speed to them, they're really going to take advantage of that. But the fact that CJ Stroud was able to run on Georgia, I think Max Dugan could really have a good day. And one of, um, we'll get to some interesting prop bets on this game that I mean I love personally. But Max Dugan, they have to protect him in this game, and I think it's it's going to be a challenge. Georgia has, I mean, we saw it; they got it. Really good defensive line. And Jalen Carter's going to be a top three pick. And yes, top three. Wouldn't shock if, if Chicago keeps the first pick, it's either going to be Will Anderson Jr., the end of Alabama, or it's going to be Jalen Carter, defensive tackle from Georgia. Like it's, it's one of those two, even though I think they'll trade out. But this Georgia defensive line, man, is good. I don't know how TCU's offensive line can hold up against that. And that's where I think. It gives Georgia the advantage. It's it wears you down, and I think that's where that really could hurt TCU. Now, to TCU's credit, they stood up against Michigan, but they got a lead against Michigan. If TCU gets into a situation, I think this is what's going to happen. They're going to have to just drop back a lot and throw. I, I think Georgia could have a field day. I don't think they're going to blow them out. I really don't. If it gets to that, though, and TCU is really having to just play from behind this entire game, like going behind two touchdowns or whatever it might be, they're really going to struggle in this game because you're just giving that Georgia defense, letting them tee off on Max Dugan. And I think that that's going to cause them a huge problem. How do you like Georgia's offense going against a very stingy TCU defense? Uh, it's going to come down to big plays. If if uh, TCU's defense can produce touchdowns like they did last week and and turnovers, I think this is a this is going to be close game for sure. Um, but those plays sometimes don't happen against Georgia. So that's something that's pretty good with football. Um, so I mean. We've seen it all year, man. Like we we talked about TCU getting smacked by Michigan, and they just they sh- somehow some way are in every game they play. So um, even the one they lost against Kansas State came down to the wire. Um, 
So I, I think it's going to be a, a good matchup. I, I really do. Uh, if you would have asked me this before the playoff, before, you know, if let's say Georgia TCU make it to the national championship game, like who wins that game? Like I would have said like TCU gets blown out, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. They, they have something about them this year. They, maybe they're the magic too. Yeah, TC, like, I mean, just their story is just really incredible. And, I mean, I go back mainly to the Baylor game where they're trailing. They have yeah. no timeouts. They rush the kicker, like, literally do a rush drill, have the kicker just run onto the field. They kick a game-winning, like, 40-yard field goal. Just, I mean, it's incredible the fact that everything they've dealt with, they've trailed in a majority of their games, and they always managed to come back and win. And against Michigan, it was really the complete opposite. I mean, they were just on top from the get-go. And I, 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 lo- I love what they're doing. I really do. It, it's so much fun seeing a team like this that really no one expected because no one expected TCU really this year to even be that good. And Quentin, John, mm-hmm. Quentin Johnson at wide receiver is the guy that really makes this offense go on the outside. They're going to be, it looks like, without Keandre Miller due to injury, who is a huge part of their offense. But they have Amari um, DiMercato. It all it all begins with Max Dugan, though, at quarterback. And he, it's going to be up to him to win this football game. If he, if he can make the plays in this game, TCU has a chance. I'm not saying they're going to win. But I think that's a chance. It'll keep them in the game. Um, I think Georgia is going to do their best. Even though they don't have a great secondary, they're going to do their best to – I think they're going to double Quentin Johnston in this game and make somebody else beat them on the outside. So, that being said, J.D., the spread for this game, the one ESPN – I don't know who ESPN uses to determine that. They have it at 13 – Georgia's minus 13 and a half. I went with I went with Barstool um, Sportsbook, and they have they had it. I, I mean, I did this last week. They had it at twelve and a half for um, Georgia. Where do you see this? Where do you see this ending up tonight? Is it a double digit game, single? Di- because, dude, when that spread is that high, it's that high, man. You you take that every single time. Like if it's TCU and they're they're they're. You could take them plus 13 and a half. I, I'd do it in a heartbeat. And I took TCU plus 12 and a half in this game. Yeah. Um, I would take it. I would I would take that for sure. I think yeah. they're gonna I think they're gonna definitely cover. Um and who knows, man. They might they might pull up the upset. So yeah. I like those odds. I, I do, especially in a national championship yeah. game. And this is a truly neutral site. Like, it's it's in L.A. It's not home game for anybody. I, I think it's also remarkable, again, not to talk too much NFL here, the fact that L.A., the title game, basically in less than a year. That's just incredible to me how that works. But some of the other, like, just props tonight that, I mean, I went with that I love, at the t- this was at the time, Max Dugan rushing yards. 30 and a half. I took the over. Now, sacks get taken into account there. But, dude, 30 and a half rushing yards for Max Dugan. I, I, I like those numbers. 
I mean, considering he's ran for 461 yards this year, I think that's pretty solid. The sack, the sack yardage count towards rushing, I thought that yeah, was – Yeah, it does, unfortunately. NFL towards basketball. I think in college – I'm pretty sure in college it does. Is it not? I want to say – I want to say it counts against one of the I, – I cannot think about it right now. Uh, it's all good. One of the leagues – One of the leagues, it's it's passing. One of it's rushing, but I can't. I I know the NFL for sure because we saw it last week with Deshaun Watson, who probably would have had close to 100 yards. Rushing was affected hugely. Um, okay, so another one that that I like, dude. I mean, Tay Barber to score a touchdown in this game. I, I think that's absolutely possible. I mean, given the fact that Tay Barber this year is right up there in touchdowns. He's tied for the team lead in second with five touchdowns this year behind Quentin Johnson, who has five, six. So I think him getting a touchdown could absolutely happen. Um, Max Dugan going zero, um, 0.5 interceptions in this game. I think he has one. So I easily took that. The interception one for me is easy, unless you have a guy that just never throws a pick. Um, and then the final one I like tonight, I went – Total touchdown passes by Max Dugan. I can't believe this was over one and a half. I ain't got the no-brainer. There are so many props that just look really good, and that's that, that's what it was for me. Is there anything you really like tonight? Any any player props, over-under, anything that you really like? I haven't really looked at it yet. I was going to place my bets right before the game. <laughs> just see what it is. Dude, they changed, up, but, they changed uh, the spread again on uh, FanDuel. I think it's 14 and a half. Oh, you got to handle that. You got to handle that spread. Dude, that's – okay. I don't know what I'm missing with some of these – like some of the spreads. Like, for instance, this game tonight, TC – I get it. Like, they – I mean, but they hung – they beat Michigan. Like, they didn't just – they didn't just <laughs> beat them. They were in control of that game pretty much throughout. And the fact that the spread, I feel like that is just asking people to hammer that. I don't know why you wouldn't. Like, I see people taking Georgia, like, taking Georgia and taking the spread. Oh, it went back to 13 and a half. But, I mean, that's just so favorable to me. So favorable. I mean, there are some other ones that are really, like, some of the specials tonight, Stetson Bennett have one plus touchdowns um, in each half. I think that's absolutely possible. Some of the ones that are a little bit, Man, there are some of these that are kind of nice. I mean, Lad McConkey for Georgia to have 25 plus receiving yards in each half. So 50. Man, some of these are nice. <laughs> some of these are really nice. I I don't know who comes up with this like this idea. It's just remarkable to me. Because some of these All are right, just so, like, uh, giving college, people money. College football subtracts sacks from rushing total for individual okay. players. NFL mm-hmm. takes it away from team team passing stat, but not individual stat. Mm, okay, that's so, interesting. That's good to know. Okay. It doesn't affect, a quarterback can get sacked five times. Um, it'll go away from the team passing, but not individual. Dude, I wish that was how it was in the NFL. I really wish that's how it was in the NFL. That, no. that, it is. That is how it is. That's. 
It's just crazy. I mean, I, I'm pumped for this national title game tonight. I mean, I know you. I know you are too. Again, it's not a matchup anybody predicted by any means. I mean, Georgia. You could have easily made the case they would be here. You, talk about the like just historic if they go back to back tonight. I mean, is this the start? I mean, we've seen Alabama do it. Alabama have a dynasty. Would Georgia be the next dynasty in college football? Like, do you think this is something that they might not win it next year, but then they win it the year after and Kirby Smart just built a dynasty with Georgia? I think – thanks, yes. But the caveat with that is with this 12-team playoff that's coming into effect – It'll yeah. be I mean yeah. I mean they're gonna make right like they're gonna make the playoffs every year with the 12 team playoff. Mm-hmm. Same with Ohio State. If Ohio State doesn't make it in with 12 team playoff, like everybody you're firing everybody. Goodbye, coach. Um but like realistically, um they're gonna be in the in the playoffs every year. Um they're gonna be in contention for the SEC championship every year. Uh Kirby Smart seems to have found a formula that works but i think college football is going to change a lot in the next five years so mm-hmm. it's really about which programs are going to be able to adapt to nil which ones are going to be able to adapt to the longevity of the seasons i think it's a really 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 big thing that people aren't talking about how are they going to change the schedules i know there's a lot of logistics that they still need to figure out with length of like like, are we still going to be playing 13 games and then? Yeah, dude. There might be – maybe they have to cut down the games. Yeah, they're going to have to I, – I could see maybe instead of doing three out-of-conference games, you drop it down to one or two, one less game in your division, and then – I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be in charge of any of that stuff. But it, it'll be it'll be really hard for a team to establish a dynasty with a 12-team playoff. Yeah. I, I, I truly believe. Like, um, there's going to be teams that are in their, in their playoffs every year. Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan. Should always be knocking on the door. USC, next couple years might be a banger. Uh, Colorado. <laughs> Uh, Coach Prime, uh, baby. Tulane. I don't know. <laughs> got a lot, a lot of uh, up and coming teams. But uh, in all seriousness, I think they're they're going to have the talent for it. It's just mm-hmm. going to be who can figure out this puzzle of college football in the next couple of years. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a lot of fun, and that brings us really to uh, the question of the night here. Georgia and TCU is about to kick off. I mean, they're going to kick off here in less than a half hour uh, on ESPN. College football season is about to end, It's which is sad to think about. Uh, it really is. Just like the NFL season coming slowly to an end here. Well, at least for the Browns, it's over. Um, okay. Georgia, TCU, it, depending on where you look, Georgia is favored by 13 and a half. So, J.D., who wins tonight's game? What's your score? And are you taking TCU plus the points? Are you taking Georgia to cover? What are you taking tonight? All right. Um, I, everything in my body 
is telling me take Georgia. But I think TCU is going to pull it off. I think they win by three Ooh, on a last-second field goal to pull off a miracle upset, 41-38. It's going to be a classic. Mm-hmm. And I got I got the hypnotoad, Horn Frogs doing it. 4138. Oh man, the hypno toad. All right. Well, first and foremost, I already said I took TCU plus the spread. Uh it's it, it's too friendly. Even even on Barstool where it was 12 and a half, to me, it's just it's asking you to take it. So I'm first off, I'm taking TCU plus uh plus 12 and a half. Overall, though, for the score, I just I think Georgia's gonna pull. I think Georgia's gonna win this game. I think they just they're they have too much firepower, and in the trenches is where this game is really gonna matter. I think they'll be able to get it after Max Dugan in this game, and that's important first and foremost. TCU, I think, is gonna get behind. If TCU does not get behind early, I, I think then this game gets really interesting. But if TCU gets behind early by seven to ten points. They're going to have to really pass to get back into this ball game. It's going to put a lot of pressure on Max Dugan on that offensive line. So I'm going to go with Georgia. I'm going to go with Georgia in this game. Hmm. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Georgia. 45. 45 here to. 45-35. That's what I'm going with. It's going to be really high scoring in this game, but. That's what I got. Before we wrap things up, I want to thank everyone that tuned in to this episode of the Scarlet and Gray podcast. Again, if you're joining us on Twitter and you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, feel free to subscribe for free to the channel. And it's not just our show, the Faithful Dogs podcast, Yard Dogs podcast, Barking Brown show, um, the Dog Chug. All our great shows are available there. Um, on the YouTube channel for you guys to check out and in our live weekdays um, on the Network 216 YouTube channel. But, J.D., before we get out of here, man, I mean, Christmas has come and gone. And I don't know about you. I got a ton of homage gear for Christmas, man. And I I told you this before the show. These sweatshirts and sweaters are probably the most comfortable thing I've ever worn. And I think I've worn one. Yeah, same. Let's hurry up north anyway. Dude, like – Comfortable. I'm not kidding. I've worn one every single day, and I think I've even worn an Amish shirt every single day. I got it. You, you okay. can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. All right. So, shout out to me. Won my fantasy football championship once again, third time in four years. Uh, got my fantasy football legends shirt from Amish. Uh, I got my calf shirt. I got a Browns that they did the Bud Light Browns collaborations so i got one mm-hmm. of those shirts um got a couple buckeye shirts got the holy buckeye um the one shirt uh the retro house state shirt that i always wear um and then i finally got my hoodie this columbus <laughs> crew hoodie with the ohio flag colors yeah so sick but i was really worried when uh i got it so like when you first get a sweatshirt you put it on and it's like mm-hmm. super soft i was like yeah Man, i don't want I don't want to wash this. Like it's gonna get like gross, and and I washed it. And I think it's softer now. So like, <laughs> love it, dude. I mean, you you can't go wrong with anything anything from Amish. I mean, I got this sweatshirt. I got um, a bra- brownie 
Cleveland Browns sweater, um, a Cavs sweater. I mean, dude, I, I so I love the so new much. that new Cavs logo that says mm-hmm. Cavs and, and the goal. Oh, it's so clean. I love it's it. so clean. And guys, you want to take advantage right now because Avich is offering free shipping on all orders that are twenty five dollars or more. Free shipping. And if you're a first time customer from Homage, what they normally do if you go to their website, if you type in your email address and subscribe to um, updates that they have on their products, you will get $10 off your first order. So go to homage.com. Again, tell them Network 216 sent you. We're, we're proud to be a partner of Homage Athletic Apparel. And I'm, like we've told you, we wear our gear all the time. And that's not only because that we're a partner with homage it's because it, you're not going to find anything that's more comfortable you, you're not and and affordable too especially with all the prices nike adidas under armor it's expensive but go to homage.com they always have deals for you shop all your favorite teams and again thank you for tuning into this episode of scarlet and gray podcast we're going to talk to you all again here soon and go buckeyes Oh, my God.